All right, you got the picture? Good. Everybody get back to work. Like, I have no idea. Historically. The biblical version or like the Any of it, all of it. Version. Any of it. I've, I, I vaguely remember it, but it's like the fight for the Holy Land, right? And who owns it? That's, that's what I know about it. it. That's basically I all I know. know. I didn't know Palestine was involved in that. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just, ignorant. Oh. I'm just maybe I'm just ignorant to it, though. Maybe I explained it wrong, but that's what I As remember. far as I know, it's a Jewish versus Muslim thing as a fight for the Holy Land. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about all that. I just know that's that why I thought it was. Those two countries are going at it. Because Israel said it's their land, but I believe the United States gave the current people in Israel, Israel, and the people of Palestine got Palestine. I believe that's what happened, but I could be wrong. It's been many years since I remember reading it. Well, I found a video that kind of explained it to us. From like a yeah. historical context, and I got a video to explain us for like a what's going on right now. Let's do it. Is this guy? Hi, I'm John us? Green. This is. Oh my God! And today we're going to talk about Israel and Palestine, hopefully without a flame Oof. war. Yeah, yeah. Big ask, no. Mr. Green. I mean, that fight goes back thousands and thousands of years. Except thousands of years ago, there wasn't an Islam yet. So yeah, no. Also, let me submit that very little of this conflict between Israel and Palestine over the last several decades has been about like theological differences between Islam and Judaism. No one's arguing about whether the most important prophets descended from Abraham's son Isaac or his son Ishmael, right? It's not about whether to fast during Yom Kippur or Ramadan. It's about land. Portraying the conflict as eternal or as religious makes it feel intractable in a way that frankly it isn't. So instead, let's begin as most historians do in the late 19th century. And instead of talking about religion, let's follow the lead of historians like James Gelvin and discuss competing nationalisms. Okay, so in the late 19th century, the Ottoman Empire ruled over what we now know as Palestine. The population there, according to Ottoman records from 1878, was 87% Muslim, 10% Christian, and 3% Jewish. Everybody spoke Arabic as the daily language, and in Jerusalem, the religious populations were roughly equal. To give you a sense of life in Ottoman Palestine, an Arab Orthodox Christian musician named Wasif Jahariya grew up in Jerusalem in the first decade of the 20th century, learning the Quran in school and celebrating both Passover and Eid with his Jewish and Muslim neighbors. Ottoman Palestine was, in short, a place in which people of different religious faiths lived peacefully together. All right, let's go to the thought bubble. The late 19th century was the golden age of nationalism in Europe, and no place was crazier than the Habsburg Austro-Hungarian Empire, in which at least 10 different nations all wanted their own state. And in that hyper-nationalistic empire lived a Jewish journalist named Theodor Herzl, who had hoped that Jews could assimilate into European nations, but soon became convinced that the Jewish people needed to leave Europe and settle in their own state. The concept of Jewish nationalism came to be known as Zionism. It's important to keep in mind that most Zionists were secular Jews, so they imagined Israel as a state for Jews more than a Jewish state. In 1917, the British government, hoping to gain the support of Jewish people, issued the Balfour Declaration, promising, quote, the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. A bold promise, considering that Palestine was still technically Ottoman, as they hadn't yet lost World War I. Of course, they would soon, but it turned out that the British were over-promisers when it came to Palestine, because a year before the Balfour 
Montfort Declaration, the British had secretly promised the French that they would divide up the Arab territories and the Brits would keep Palestine. Furthermore, in 1915, other British officials had promised the ruler of Mecca, Sharif Hussein, that he would rule over an Arab state, including Palestine, if he led an Arab revolt against Ottoman rule, which Hussein promptly did. So basically, the Brits had promised Palestine to the Meccans, to themselves, and to the Zionists. What could go wrong? Thanks, Thought Bubble. So shortly after the end of the war, the British established a colony in Palestine with the idea that they'd rule until the Palestinians were ready to govern themselves. At which point the people living in Palestine were like, well, now seems good. And the British were like, yeah, but maybe not just yet. Meanwhile, the British established separate institutions for Christians, Jews, and Muslims, making it difficult for Palestinian Christians and Muslims to cooperate and easier for the British to, quote, divide and rule the inhabitants of Palestine. Uh. Again, what could go wrong? Meanwhile, the British did attempt to honor the Balfour Declaration's the British be fucking shit up. Facilitate Jewish immigration under <laughs> they stay fucking conditions. shit up. Between 1920 and 1939, the Jewish population of Palestine increased by over 320,000 people. In fact, by 1938, Jews were just under 30% of the population of Palestine. And the growing Jewish population focused on purchasing land from absentee non-Palestinian Arab landowners and then evicting Palestinian farmers who were living and working there. By controlling both the land and the labor, they hoped to establish a more secure community within Palestine. But of course, these practices heightened tensions between Jewish people and Arab Palestinians during the 1920s and 1930s. Along the way, Palestinian Arabs began to think of themselves as the Palestinian nation. And that growing sense of nationalism erupted in 1936 when the Palestinians revolted against the British. With the help of Jewish militias, the British brutally suppressed the Palestinian revolt. But in the aftermath, the British issued a white paper limiting Jewish immigration to Palestine and calling for the establishment of a joint Arab and Jewish state in Palestine within 10 years. This managed to leave no one happy. The Zionists were angry at Britain for limiting Jewish immigration at a time when Jews particularly needed to leave Europe, and the Arab Palestinians were unhappy about the prospect of waiting 10 years for a state. And then came World War II, which was actually quite a peaceful time in Palestine. But then it ended and tensions resumed, and the British realized that colonies like Palestine were far more trouble than they were worth, so they handed the issue it's of Palestine right. over to it's the right. United Hitler. United. It was a very cool time during Hitler for them. I'm sorry to interrupt that. Did you really just say They're like smack dab in the middle of pretty much all of this stuff that happened in World War, World War II. Israel? Yeah, the, if I'm right, maybe I'm a little sure bit less. Poland, right? It wasn't was the Jews in Palestine. I'm just saying Russia, Germany, Italy, all of this is involved right here. Mm -hmm. I mean, Israel's a little bit further west, am I right? Maybe southwest? It just it's just crazy that it was so peaceful and then like during the rest of the world like it's chaos and then it goes back for them to just be chaotic. Okay. That's Most crazy. Of that war was in Europe though, not Middle East or Touche. I guess touche. Alright, my fault y'all. That was that just that's that statement just blew me but, away. When you yeah, say world war when you say world war and then after the world war they just go back to being a little bit World War yeah. probably means of like the Japanese, first generation or Japanese American first world countries, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't Germany, think China. Japan, Italy. I don't think China was involved at all. No. Yeah, I know Japan was. Uh, who's a uh, Russia? 
in Germany and yeah, okay, let's just go. I'm ready. All of Africa. They're like, oh, hey, there, yeah, nobody, yeah. For your first problem. So in November of 1947, the United Nations voted to partition Palestine into separate Palestinian and Jewish states. The partition plan called for two states roughly equal in size, but the borders looked like a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, you do not look at this map and think, yeah, that's gonna work. Sure enough, it didn't. And soon after the plan was announced, the cleverly named 1948 Arab-Israeli war broke out with Israel on the one side and the Palestinians and many Arab states on the other. The Israelis won, and when an armistice was signed in 1949, Israel occupied a third more land than they would have had under the UN proposal. Meanwhile, Jordan controlled and later annexed the West Bank and the old city of Jerusalem, and Egypt controlled the Gaza Strip. Over 700,000 Palestinians fled their homes and became refugees in the surrounding Arab countries. To Israelis, this war was the beginning of their nation. To the Palestinians, it was the Nabka, the catastrophe, as they became stateless. Over the next 18 years, nothing changed territorially, and then in 1967, Israel and several Arab states went to war again. It was called the Six Days War because, get this, it lasted six days. Israel won and then gained control over the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, the Sinai Peninsula, and the Golan Heights. So the 1947 proposal looked like this. By 1967, things looked like this. Then the UN passed Resolution 242. Man, they are good at naming resolutions, which outlined a basic framework for achieving peace, including Israel withdrawing from the territory acquired in the war, and all participants recognizing the rights of both a Palestinian and an Israeli state to exist. This, of course, did not happen. After the war, the broader Israeli-Arab conflict morphed into a more specific Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And this is a nice moment to note that not all Muslims are Arabs, not all Arabs are Palestinians, and not all Palestinians are Muslims. Like there's a significant Christian minority of Palestinians, for instance. Palestinian is a word used to describe the ethnic identity of those who have historically lived in Palestine. There were, for instance, lots of Christians in the Palestinian Liberation Organization, or PLO, formed in 1964 and led by Yasser Arafat. The PLO oversaw guerrilla groups that attacked civilians, but also used nonviolent approaches to try to achieve a Palestinian state. And meanwhile, the Israeli government began to establish Jewish settlements in what had been Palestinian territory, including East Jerusalem, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip. There are now over 350,000 Jewish settlers in the West Bank and over 200,000 in and these settlements are illegal according to international law, but Israel counters by saying that they aren't really illegal because Palestine isn't really a state. By the late 1980s, Palestinians launched the first intifada, which literally means shaking off. And this began with like boycotts of Israeli products and services and refusing to pay Israeli taxes. But when the Israeli armed forces cracked down on protesters, violence ensued. And the first intifada also saw the founding of Hamas, which launched the first suicide bombing against Israel in 1993. Hamas gained support partly because of its militancy, but mostly because of its social welfare projects in Gaza. It built and staffed schools, mosques, and clinics. The most important legacy of the first intifada was the emergence of peace talks between Palestinians and Israelis. This led to the Oslo Accords and a peace process based on our old friend United Nations Security Council Resolution 242. But there were a lot of issues to resolve. I mean, putting aside the question of like how to make two states that don't look like a jigsaw puzzle, there is the question of the Jewish settlement and the right for Palestinian refugees and their descendants to return to Palestine, water rights, which are a big deal in that part of the world, and so on. It's very complicated. So then came the Clinton talk. So it's time for the open letter. But first, let's see what's inside of the globe. Oh, look, it's a collection of philandering American presidents. An open letter to Bill Clinton. Hey, Bill, so your talks probably came closer than any other time in recent history to an actual peace deal between the Israelis and the Palestinians. 
Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak is willing to give up more land currently claimed by Israel than at any time in the past. Even Yasser Arafat was surprised. Although not all the questions got addressed, you were definitely closing in on something. But in the end, it didn't happen. And since then, not to criticize you, things have gotten kind of worse and worse and worse. Worst of all, that was your big legacy moment. Now all you've got is the conflict in Northern Ireland getting resolved while you were president. In short, it could have been amazing, but instead it was kind of meh. Presidency, actually. At least you always have those vodka-soaked hugs with Boris Yeltsin to look back on. Best wishes, John Green. So the Clinton talks failed, every Barack's government was undermined, and then in September of 2000, Prime Minister candidate Ariel Sharon led 1,000 armed guards to the Temple Mount in the old city of Jerusalem. To Muslims, this is known as the Al-Aqsa Mosque, and it's the third holiest site in Islam, behind only the Kaaba in Mecca and the Prophet's Mosque in Medina. And it's the holiest site in Judaism, so in short, yeah. it's a pretty touchy place to march to with a thousand armed guards. So the event sparked a massive protest, which eventually led to the much more violent Second Intifada, in which more than 3,000 Palestinians and 1,000 Israelis were eventually killed. In 2002, oh, wow. the Israelis claiming to act in defense of civilians began construction of a wall around the West Bank, but instead of following the borders established after the 1967 war, the barrier was built to include many Israeli settlements on the Israeli side. To Israelis, that was about self-defense. To Palestinians, it was an illegal land grab. Then in 2005, Yasser Arafat died, and in an election shortly thereafter, Hamas won a majority of the parliamentary seats. Since then, Hamas and the Palestinian Authority have sort of divided how to govern Palestine, and it's also sort of been poorly governed. In the past 10 years, Hamas has frequently launched rocket attacks into Israel. Israel has responded with extended and extremely violent invasions of Palestinian territory that have seen thousands of Palestinians killed, many of them militants, but also many not. Both parties claim to be responding wow. to the provocations of the other, but much of the conflict reflects a consistent failure on all sides to understand the legitimacy of the other's narrative. To Palestine, the Palestinian people have been denied a state not just since the formation of Israel, but also for decades before that, and now they live under what amounts to a military occupation. And that's all true. To Israel, the Jewish people clearly need a homeland which the United Nations established. And they certainly aren't the first nation state to consolidate and increase their territory by a military victory. And they need to protect their nation against the many active threats made against them by their neighbors. That's also true. It's important to understand the internal logic of these competing nationalist visions. For both Zionist and Palestinian national visions to eventually work, it's necessary to understand the right of each to exist and the legitimacy of each's historical narrative. But these problems aren't thousands of years old and they aren't intractable. They emerged in the British mandatory period. But let's hope that by understanding that this isn't an endless religious war that we might be closer to seeing its end. Thanks for watching. Twenty fifteen. Well, I I just guessed. I don't even know if YouTube was out back then. That was um this is that's just touchy. That is touchy. I can't imagine. That's just at the end of the day he what he said at the end was probably a hundred percent right. Both both should uh both have the right to live in their religious narrative at least where they're like you know in the land of the religious narrative but how are they going to do that after they need to years figure out how to, they need to figure out how to do it peacefully 
in the in the in the in the realness of it is, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, oh no, I can't say that because I was gonna say both gods will probably just want be peace, but there's gods who are like, supposed to be the people of the book. <clears throat> yeah, we can't get to get the. It's not a sign. Both of them, yeah. both of them, fucking crazy. I'm not saying crazy. They, they just need to be, figure it out. Yeah, because like, that there's no reason that people should be dying for something for both for what y'all beliefs are. I under, it's not like somebody's coming in there and saying it. At least from what that video just said, what they should do. It don't sound like they're saying believe in something else. They're just occupying the land that what you believe in. And Whoever Jerusalem is, make that even ground and split it half half in every other direction call it a day i think clinton he was right about clinton though if you were that close then you need to figure it out because because i can see like the water thing that they brought up being a very important thing you know you know absolutely absolutely have all that shit be shared everybody split it 50 50. You're gonna fight over it more than a month in court or whatever. Split it. Everybody gets to share fifty-fifty. And we're bringing our own people so they can mend it, so they yep. can run it. Because it's just ridiculous that people should. Nobody should be dying right. over this, man. It's stupid. The UN. I hate UN. to say that. I hate Not to say US, that. The UN. UN. Yeah, the UN. UN. Thank you. Yeah, the UN. Thank you. Because it, nobody should be dying over this. It's stupid. Like not this much. Like, like each time he said like like people like this many people on each side die. It was like, come on, man. Like these are just civilians, and people and they're just trying to live in where they believe, and that's cool. And I get that, but at, you should, there shouldn't be bloodshed on on the ground of where you believe. That's how. I, I don't know. Say what you want. I just, I just don't think I'm a peaceful type person. Like you gotta figure that out. You gotta figure it out because civilians shouldn't just be getting hurt. That's in my opinion. What else you got? Yeah, I work. I work with a lady, and her father is in uh, Israel, and she sends him videos of the missiles coming towards yeah, his freaky. house every day. That's freaky, man. I could not imagine. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I know, but there, not everybody needs to die. I don't think. I don't think. I'm not, look, once again, I'm not playing God. I don't think no God is just saying you did the right thing, dying for or killing somebody else, like. I just don't, I just don't see it like that. People are supposed to live out their life until, you know, supposed to be. That's just, I don't know. Man. I don't know. Look, and that's why I said. That's like 60% of the world's religious population's holy land. Everybody can share. It's not that big of a deal. I don't think they're fighting over Jerusalem itself. I think they're fighting over the repeated loss of land, the loss of recognition as a sovereign entity. Yeah. 
things like that. I understand that too. I don't think it's actually about the structures in Jerusalem or, but you're, you know. Here's the thing about that, like what you said, it can, um, it can be that, but at some point when the, when the resolution gets brought to the table, you have to be able to say, okay, that's, that's good enough as long as more people don't get hurt and we get exactly at least most as long as we get what we want and we can return back to our land i think that, to me that's what it sounds like the most important thing that they get back to their land i don't know i just i don't i, I, I don't remember off the top of my head but i do believe in the old testament of the bible that when they had the exodus from Egypt mm -hmm. that they left and landed in is what is Israel and Jerusalem and everything like that that was the Jewish people's original like holy land or home or whatever and then eventually other people came and the Arab the Arabic people or whatever I don't really remember the story that well but they got re-enslaved or something. I don't know if it was the Ottomans or whoever it was, but I think they got re-enslaved. And then years later, here we are, still okay. fighting over this piece of fucking land. So it just doesn't go away. I, I think it's just cursed land. Like people just, what's, what's it called, the Fertile Crescent? Was that, is that that area? That or am I thinking something different? Uh, it sounds familiar. I don't know, I'm but sure. there's gotta be, I'll be something right back. that making people go crazy. Yeah, man, I don't, yeah, it's just because is is where's Mecca? At? Is Mecca? I think Mecca is in the Middle East, but not inside of Palestine. I think it's an old state, right? Or country? Is it? That's Let's see. Where is Mecca? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, Mecca is in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. All right. Hmm. They got bread bread though. <laughs> <laughs> right, they got a. Oh, uh, it's in like uh, Arabic, the writing on Google Maps. See that? Mm -hmm. That's pretty dope. I wonder if like places in Mexico, like it's in English and Spanish too. You wanna look it up real quick? Uh, where should we look up? Like San Juan. Sure. Where is San? I guess it would all be in Spanish. Yeah, then, yeah, it's just since they yeah. speak Spanish. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. We're trying to go to Trujillo Alto. That sounds. That sounds like a, a either fun place or fun. So this is Suarez. This is why Rob shouldn't leave us alone. Yeah, definitely. We yeah. Alright, um, what is it? But in general, they got, this needs to be figured out. I don't, I really don't, at the same time, I really don't like the fact that people like the UN gotta step in and gotta figure it out. I think y'all both need to figure it out as both nations is and beliefs. What's going on here? Do you think that whatever, if there's a solution, could be used in America? to solve the race wars so that's what i was actually thinking about a lot over here i was going i didn't want to compare it 
over there, but I mean, it's, it sounds said, yeah. Regardless, it's of, not fighting for land. Yeah, like the natives, the natives, the you know, black people. But I don't know. I just like. But if, we live amongst each other. You know what I mean? If There's, they were like, we're gonna have three sections of the world, right? Like the east to the Middle East the middle and then we have the west coast right in the world in america continents in usa gotcha uh on the east coast let's say it's only non-minorities you know and then in the middle is minorities and then on the west coast it's like anybody can be there so now you you want to segregate America? Hold on, let me finish. Hold on. So the 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 West Coast, anybody can go, and all the different like islands and stuff, like Bahamas yeah. and uh, people. Be out there. Anybody can go to those places. Yeah, everybody be out there. So, do you think that would work? You what about Texas? You'd be able to see an influx of people going into those tropical places. No, that's what. So just because I said the East Coast, Rob. I'm gonna catch you up. East Coast, let's say, is majorities. The so white middle, people. I said majorities. Whoever is a majority. Why are you trying to put the white people in the cold? That's funny hold as on, hell. hold on. In the middle <laughs> would be minorities. <laughs> and <laughs> on the west. Yo, yo, yo. I I never said white people. Thank I said you. I know. I know. I, I knew what you were saying. I didn't. One of them here come rather. Okay. <laughs> but I know. I'm playing devil's advocate. I know segregation's wrong. People should be able to love wherever. But I'm saying, if we, because we're talking about this Palestine-Israel thing, right? Yeah. If we were to do that in America, do you think that would help anything? Like, do you think? So here's the thing would just be able if they didn't fuck with minorities just be like fuck it we're going to Maine like Bro, you would never see a minority again I think it's as simple as this what? LA what they did for like the Native Americans um about giving them land the work mm-hmm. off of that's their land that they owned that uh, no government shit can happen on uh those Indian people own it there's no reason that shouldn't have happened for black people I mean they tried to start it in reconstruction we were here though we did lose our land. So we just lose our privilege to our land because we weren't here, and the, and the white people just said, oops. I, want, I still want my people who came here and had their land taken or given their land back, right? I, as what far was, as I'm concerned, I think we should have that land. But it wasn't our land. It was never ours. It wasn't their land either. Wait, you talking about the natives? Right? I'm very confused. Yeah, you said the natives. I'm saying that they gave their land back, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where are you saying, Rob? I'm saying that we should have the native people's land. Black Why? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because we didn't get shit. <laughs> we literally didn't get shit. All, Darren, all we got is American citizenship. You just say Darren. You talking to LA? Don't so, don't put don't. So, oh, I'm a, look, so I'm you want to rob Peter to pay Paul? That's what you want them to do. What, what's it called? Three camels and uh, three uh uh. Donkeys and a mule, whatever. Three acres and a mule. We never got that. <laughs> we never got that. 
This is your friend. <laughs> look, reconstruction just got abolished. So history, look. History. Honestly, I'm a I'm gonna tell you a little bit of the history that I can remember. So when his when in history when slavery was abolished, um, there was a expedition to Africa where hundreds, thousands of free slaves were like, you know what, we're going back to the motherland. And they landed on the west coast of Africa and they created a sovereign nation known as Liberia. L-I-B, baby. And they created a state, or not a state, a town, whatever you want to call it, called Monrovia, Liberia. And it is an exact replica of Washington, D.C. Sounds like a beautiful place. That's What's where it all of our free slaves went to. It's called Liberia. Wait, oh, they yeah, sent all our free slaves to Liberia? Liberia. They didn't send anybody. That's where they went. Yeah, man. Can you stop? Like, <laughs> just do the history of Liberia, right? He can't spell Liberia. I, I, got, uh, I got a little like thing when I was younger. L-Y, boy. L-I-B-E-R. It's yeah. L-Y, ain't it? No, that's Libya. Stupid. Oh, Liberia is where we come from. But um, like, I have a little projects from like second, fifth, second through fifth grade that we would do and shit. Yeah, that's where uh, I'm wrong. All your ancestors went to. Those of you who were just here in America for generations. I thought Liberia began settlement. Like more people went to the to the islands. You're old, yeah, some went to the islands too. See that? Wait, I'm confused. Who believe black people would would face better chances for freedom and prosperity in Africa than in the United States? Yes. They so how did so how did they get there? They why did they get there? This they is left before, America. This is before slavery. Okay. That's what That's I'm saying. Crazy. You said that you said uh, free. They were free. I thought they were free. They they would have to be free before it's not. These were like you said. They're probably free, but they weren't. Uh, uh, how do I put this? They were when, free when, before, like during slavery. slavery. When was slavery? When's the mess? It ended. 65 is when the war happened. Sixty one, sixty five. Eighteen sixty one, sixty five. So to say oh, they 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 got their independence in eighteen forty seven. They like you said, they had to be free slaves probably in the north or slaves. Free black folk in the north. Yeah. And they was just like, you know what? Focus. Let's go right. to back. let's go to Africa. Let's go back. Dang, that's crazy. That's where look, that's crazy. There's so many people that say, um not necessarily go back to Africa or whatever, but uh that say they wanna go to Africa. I feel like that's where our people are probably the closest to. Like closest to us anyway. You know what I mean? That's where I'm from. from here. Yeah, that makes sense. This I look like a normal black person, and I'm African as fuck. That makes sense. Yes, sir. They chose a beautiful place. We're going back next Christmas, if you're interested. I the flights interested. are $2,000. Oh, damn. damn. Ground trip? I'm telling with your family the whole time? Yeah. We but got a compound. Do I might really go with you on this one. All right. Look, hold on. Do y'all got a... Uh, Hold on, look for Monroe View. It's the main... Oh, but there was a civil war. That's, that's okay. why we're in America. Yeah, Shit got fucked up. Damn. Corruption was crazy. 
Oh, so this is before. I gotta look into the history of this place now. Facts. But that was 20-something years ago now. My uncle lives there. He just came back to get his COVID shots, and he's going back. Oh, that's dope. What are we looking so at? Library, Monrovia. Look, just Monrovia Library. You'll see it. Just search it. Man. How you spell that shit? Monrovia. M-O-N. There you go. Them black folk chose... Don't free black folk chose a good place. Go to maps. Because I sure enough want to be on that water. That's right next to the ocean. So. Do you see it? I want. Yeah, that's Monrovia. It's highlighted. Where? Just keep showing it. Am I tripping? Mm, to left, to left, to left. I think that's it. That looks really nice. Oh, no. Stop playing with me, LA. Yeah. So that whole strip. Y'all should stay at this five-star hotel. Probably can. This place looks beautiful. Oh, and I think one U.S. dollars, like $50 there. Don't say that. So, Don't say that. Hey, Darren, if you go to that, you're going to buy some land, dog. <laughs> Yo, this is like, crazy. My bro. uncle lives like a king off his retirement checks over there. He's got like three cars. He's got a driver. Does he have a Ferrari? No, he's got a Jeep. Uh, he's got a new wife down there. That's got a daughter. Uh, how how long? How long? How, how long? Y'all gonna be there? I think we're gonna go for like two or three weeks. I might run with y'all. But they're building roads and stuff. You know. Things are getting better, so I've heard. I want to go back. I want to go see. You know what I want to do? What? If you ever get, like, a lot of money, just go to, like, some random country and just rebuild it and literally make the new Wakanda. That's kind like, of what I feel like Akon is trying to do. Your own country? And just, like, push, like... the. Push everybody into the future with that shit. I feel like Akon's trying to do that right now. What you know? What country it is? You trying to do it? With? <clears throat> Sierra Leone? Am I wrong? I don't know where he's from. Um, not all Africans know them each other. Duh. I'm just saying. I thought you knew, bro. Nah. I, I, no, I think. I thought where's it was... Benny Siegel from? I think that's Benny Siegel. No, he's Sudan. Where's Benny Siegel? I don't know. I don't know. We have Google. I know Akon. I'm almost positive Akon is doing it in uh, um, Sierra Leone. Don't quote me. Yeah. I, I'm, I can't it might be Sierra Leone. Africa is too big. Oh, he's from Philly. Never mind. Is there two Benny Seagulls? I only know one. That looks like the right Benny Seagull. I think you hey, we have the same one. birthday. But I, I have the same birthday with the most random people. Wait. Yeah? Where's Akon building this city, though? I do need to know this. Building Wakanda. Get out of here. Uganda. Senegal. Akon City? Yeah, I knew I was off. I knew I was off. Yeah. Acoin? He wildin'. Ain't nothing wrong with it, man. If you build it, you can do it, right? 
Yeah, but that's this is exactly what I was talking about, though. I knew I was wrong. I really felt like Sierra Leone was right, but I, now that I see, I, I knew. I, yeah. yeah, man. Oh, so it's gonna be based in cryptocurrency too? He said Acorn. Uh, I kind of like this place. Yeah, man. Six billion. Yeah. I can't wait. This How is... rich is Acorn? My God. Nah, I think he got funding, help with funding with this. I could be wrong. <clears throat> he definitely has funding. Uh, that'll trust that. Let's go find the Forbes. It Bro, said, I don't know. Right. I say, whatever this says, cut it in half. It said, why is Akon so rich? Look at that. People also ask. <laughs> Although the money he has earned through his work in the music industry has contributed to majority of his personal net worth of $80 million, this is not the only way Akon has earned money. In February 2007, he launched his own clothing line called Convict Clothing. Never knew that. I mean, I knew about it. I didn't think. Who was that popping? Yeah. Where is R. Kelly's net worth? I don't I want know. To see probably probably zero that. now at this point. I want to see. It's down there. Yeah. It's down. Just, just, click down. There. just click down there. Negative oh, two shit. millions. Oh, no. Not the Pied Piper. You know, man. It's the uh, lawyer fees, man. Damn. Lawyer fees, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he probably got some pretty good fucking money. Oh, you would think streaming. You would think he would still be making money off streaming, though. They canceled him, didn't they? This is my story. Yeah, from that A I bet you when he went to jail, everybody went to YouTube and still watched uh, Trapped in the Closet at least. I love that shit. <laughs> I love Trapped in the Closet. Man, it's a good story. Okay, like it's a story that I have you into it. That is crazy. What are you looking up, man? I, I keep spelling it wrong. No. I remember but, when I had a psychic. Right. That psychic. Yo, psychic used to be dope, though. Back in the day. That little slide. Dang. Look at it was young back in the day. Man. What's this? Uh, this is the Rick and Morty trailer. Dan wanted to watch. Yeah, so this just dropped today. I'm, I'm excited. Look, I'm a Rick and Morty fan. I, I haven't seen Rick and Morty in a while. I just think the the writers are extremely creative with them. That Dan Harmon guy, he does a lot of shit too. Mm. See it. Actually, yeah. Something's off. Hi. Whoa! 
I just like the show, man. They always take you on a trip. You just don't know what's going to happen next. That's how I feel with them. Hmm. That was interesting. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Got the... Grandpa Rick? Uh, I like Mr. Cool. Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks oh, like, I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> he said, who is the reason why? Because <laughs> Jerry can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> oh, he said, "You're the reason why I'm here." No, you're the reason why I'm here. <laughs> oh man, nah, uh, I don't know. Probably it'll probably be right. It'll probably be him. But uh, bird person was funny as hell too. Bird person. Yeah. They made him a robot in the last season, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Hey Rob, you got my uh, car chase. Your car chase. This I love car chases. Chase. I've been. Addicted. <laughs> oh, this one. I found, I found this one. This dude is the truth. Is there, oh. is there no sound? Uh, no sound. You're here. So that police car. Yo. What? Oh, God, give me your speed. That's like what? This is a stolen police car. Uh, so remember that. Oh, you that's some GTA shit. Car. We on some GTA shit. I like that already. Right. Only in Florida, man. Guys, give me your speed. We're about 105, 110, trying to catch yeah. up. There's still a little ways away. Yeah. It's it's still south of Crash. Uh, one's got it, if you want to call it. 10-3, 10-3. Someone just pit him into the woods. I like this. Uh, yeah. You get to see it from different vantage points on this one too. Facts. You like this Stop one. traffic. Stop traffic. We got plenty up here. Nine Charlie fourteen. I'll be in the far right lane stopping traffic. Like this is what cops have to go through. Don't shut it down. That's some real GTA shit. That's my favorite thing yeah. I do in GTA. Still the police car. Yeah. Then go for it. Yeah, so we, we got all these police here. Are you kidding? Yes, he is. Oh, he's stolen the car. <laughs> Alright, guys, we're going to get two shields. We're going to approach. Trying to rock the car back and forth so he's still inside. Look, when they get a shield, let's pin him in. I like this. They're, they're about to attack this nigga to death. Here we go. We got, we got about 50 people here. Everybody coming in their truck. 
Now here comes the body. You ready? Is this the nigga too? Huh? I don't know. I can tell if that was a black dude. It was. Oh, he said, bro, that's a nigga. Bro's not exclusive to black people. Touche. Yo, they got everybody and their mom out here. There's no way he gets out of this. Hey, y'all, do not walk up on this car. We got enough people up here. Out! He out! <laughs> Alright, Joe, still another one! Oh, he different. Oh, you got the taser on. He said, move, I got you. The taser's not working. He's not going out. Oh, he pulled He's off? Built He's built it. Oh, he had the taser to his head. He built it. Hell no. How did, how did it let him pull off? Watch this shit. Hey, get behind the car. These are some patient officers. I appreciate Hey, them. you defund the cops, right? You don't want them always shooting. I appreciate, this is what I appreciate them not shooting. <laughs> is it a white guy? Shoot the white guy. Nah, fuck. I think the suspect is black. You stole a police car, you probably, you probably deserve to get shot for just down a police car. Not one police car. Two. This is the second one. Yeah, he just stole a second one. Just went for five minutes. You ready for part three? Air one, follow the car, go another car. Air one, Skylight is still northbound. Black Coco, K9, explore. I wonder what his uh, goal is at this point. Okay, we got Listen. units coming up just south of Dunlawn. That's the only vehicle coming at you. Center lane, blue lights on. Only vehicle, about three seconds out. Yes, yeah, at Florida. He, he, he moving too. He's getting out of there. Oh, man. Oh, you're slow. He was slow on the draw. He wasn't ready. Oh, oh they, they got threw up the strikes. <laughs> oh, is that the car? Is that the car from the? They threw out the strips. Like that the, is dumb. I do like the way they did different vantage points on this one. <laughs> they probably just have more people out there. It's like, hey, bro, we need everybody out in this bitch. They used to this shit in Florida. So. <laughs> They like, where does he think he's going? You think he, you think he can get to like a different state or something? Well, he's probably hoping that they have the the auto inflator quick fix tires. Like once they pop, they like conceal themselves with a gel. And you would think that on ninety-five passing Dunlawton. Unless you deep on the cop. Traffic stopped on the on ramp for Dunlawton. Still no traffic northbound center lane. The channels are patched. Now. Everybody's upset. Why can't I go? Coco SUV, Coco SUV. In the shoulder right now. Take it from both port units. Full stick it. Are you called Ben trying to Are there guns in the car? They, they said they don't know they said they don't know if guns are in the car. This is trash. Vehicle is smoking. Vehicle smoking north of 95 or north of Dunlawton by about a half mile. This Going into the inside lane. Bro, Nah, man, this this is crazy, though. I saw one from Chicago where this kid stole three cars and then ended up wrecking 
and like two cops died in it. Like, it was wild. Oh my god, that's sad. It was wild. I didn't post that one. This one's better. This dude, the spike shirt, bro. I had to. I guess so. All you gotta do now is get on that lane of traffic, steal another car, and he's good to go. Right. For a, little, a longer, at least. Disclosure, not a criminal. Play a lot of GTA. <laughs> I'm a virtual criminal. <laughs> That's funny. I just want San Andreas. Why do they need a canine? There's a cop right there, you idiot. Oh, he is dumb. You dummy. You dummy. Oh, they got the black cars out on them now. Those niggas ain't playing. Now those niggas ain't playing. <laughs> they got the black cars out. Oh, now you want to get out? It's too late. Girl, let the dog go. I wonder what his game plan was. That's a good question. You never got a game plan, I'm guessing. You <laughs> Just get away from the cops. Can, exactly. Try to call somebody and see if they'll let you in their house. Right? You got too much heat on you. <laughs> you might as well just... At this point, you need to get out the country. <laughs> yeah. Mexico, Canada. In Florida, you ain't close to no... You ain't close to nothing but Cuba. And that's a swim. Yeah. And that's depending on what part of Florida you're in. Do you know what he did? I have no idea. Stole a cop car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, man. It's not for me. I don't know. Imagine you're about to go swimming with your kids and the whole world's just covered in cops. Hmm. So here's the moment of truth. Was it a black guy or a white guy? I'm pretty sure it was a black guy. I saw him in the last one. I don't see one black cop though. I'm kind of disappointed. What do you mean? There's one right there. Is he black? I mean, not white. Um, it's Florida. I'm that not, dude right there. Oh, uh, my brother Haitian man. Oh no, he crazy there. He said he's CIA. He he's mentally ill. Nah, he probably is. He said I'm CIA, I'm FBI. He's probably he probably is CIA. I mean he did steal two cop cars. He might be CIA. It's locked. <laughs> they locked themselves out of the car that he just got away out. He goes to them. Alright, yeah, he might be on something or something. Something's wrong. He got out kind of quick, though. Yeah, it was. It's real. Well, you killed about just about everybody else, so. No, I'm here. Right now. God. 
Okay, but it looks like there's uh, a little bit of blood on the floor. Is that blue smoke? Is that the police? That's police. Bend down the field. Seven day flow. Y'all see the headlights. Y'all see the tools. They say a helicopter. Speak by the bread sale. We say shoot. Get that cocoa. Police. Red is fine. Hey, where's Brady? Imagine the paperwork for that. Three counties. <laughs> Two cop cars, three counties. That's a long night for somebody. Oh, that's five shirt. I'm just gonna say, if oh, he is a black CIA, if he is CIA, he might lose his job because he gave him too much information. Are you the sheriff too? I like, you. I like you. Black man, the sheriff. I like it. <laughs> you don't like it until you get pulled over, bro. Yo, suplex your ass. <laughs> I'm a sheriff, nigga. Unmarked cars. I still don't know if that's constitutional. Because, like, if I see an unmarked car pull up to me, talking about stop, I'm not stopping it. Yeah, that doesn't. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. That really bothers me, too. I don't so, know. Because, like, especially nowadays, because people be trying to pose as fake cops all the time, man. All the time, bro. So, at one time, I ain't gonna get. I ain't gonna get into it. How'd yeah. that work exactly? Would you just? Would you like? Would you be able to still leave until they put out their badge and say they were police? I mean, I don't know. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. You're a cop. Yeah. I know you're some dude. Follow me on the highway. <laughs> That's what I know. And anybody can get blue and red lights. <laughs> yeah. Where's your sign? Yeah. That's why your car is supposed to look different. Yeah, definitively different. But even now, there's still, I think there was a dude who actually changed his car and made it look like it was a cop car. The only difference was uh, the at the very top, it's like with those handles. Uh, for the civilian cars, I think they're rounded, but for the cop cars, they're like edged or something or reverse. One of them. I just recently watched something on this, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man, Florida. 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 Florida heat, man. I'm happy I live where I live. You know, Facts. somebody said they wanted to leave, uh, you know, the area because of weather. This planet wasn't that bad, was it? Was bro, Darren, it's global warming, bro. I, I mem remember the winters when we were kids? They were way worse. Yeah, I don't remember. Bro, I remember being waist deep in the snow walking home from school with my sister. And I literally happened to look back to see if she's like not falling in the snow. Like falling. Man. It was also three feet tall back then, so. I'm waiting. Who knows? Nah, I was a big fifth grader, man. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's crazy. We just hit our hour mark. Oh. Uh, so. Uh, once again, y'all. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We're here every Sunday. We stream live on Twitch now. Uh, also, make sure you check us out on social media. We, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, InspiredByAmbitionFilms.com, Pro.com, InspiredByAmbitionPro.com. Uh, 
what else we got, Darren? Inspired by Ambition Films, IBA Films on Facebook. Come check us out. Uh, once again, uh, that's my uh, guy, Darren. And that's LA. Love you. Uh, what, thanks for watching the podcast. Peace. www.inspiredbyambitionpro.com